Hello and welcome to Reality Roots Podcast with me, Hillary. Thank you. Thank you for being here, guys. If I sound out of breath, it's because I ate way too much. <laughs> and I'm out of breath because I ate my own body weight in cheesecake. <laughs> so it happens, man. What can I say? It happens. Um, first of all, I want to say before I forget that if you have some kind of feedback for me that you want to send, you can send it to realityrootspod at gmail.com. And also, I keep meaning to say this, and I keep forgetting, but um, this is still obviously early days for me, and a rating, like a five-star uh, rating, or even better, like a review or a subscription, like you don't even know how much that would really, 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 really help me out at this point. Um, because I'm so new, that would make like such a huge, huge difference. You have no idea. So if you don't mind, if you have a quick second and you could rate and or review and or subscribe, honestly, that would mean so, so, so much to you, to me. And thank you if you've already done that. Also, I'm sorry if you can hear my dog uh, earlier, anytime, <laughs> always and forever, blanket apology. On behalf of him, because he is a loud mouth. Anyway, today, we are going to talk about Jerry Springer. It's a 1998 episode. It feels, even though it's too, I think every other episode that I've covered so far has been like 1996. And honestly, (laughs) I don't know, this feels like leaps and bounds later (laughs) than 1996 already. Uh, I don't know what changed in those two years or if it's just Jerry Springer. Overall, you know, Jerry Springer has a reputation for being like, you know, chaotic and there's a lot of fighting back and forth and a lot of stuff that gets bleeped. But honestly, I felt very calm. (laughs) It felt very soothing uh, watching this, especially the first time Um, people were speaking so slowly that I was able to take some pretty specific notes (laughs) just because I could actually... They were taking these huge pauses, uh, so that was actually kind of helpful for me. It was, I don't know, it was simple. <laughs> it, made, it, made, it just felt simple. It felt easy. It felt uh, calmer somehow than um, some of the other shows that I recapped so far for this. I want to say, oh, this is uh, Cheating Secrets Revealed, (laughs) just like 99% of all Jerry Springer episodes probably ever. And I just want to point point out that right off the hop, we have this grandma who is just loving her life in the audience. She's wearing this bright green outfit, and she has bright red hair, kind of poofy, like a permed short hair. Uh, She looks amazing. She has a red rose in her hand. I'm not sure why. She's dancing like nobody's watching, even though everybody's watching because she's directly on camera on Jerry Springer, which is actually a pretty big show. So cheating secrets revealed. Um, We cover three stories. They're pretty like 
I don't know. I don't know. It just, it feels like, I think because it feels like it's low stakes, maybe that's why it's so much calmer than the other ones. Because I I just feel better when we're talking about all adults on the stage. I honestly just feel calmer because I feel like, I don't know, like everybody at least is legally responsible for themselves or they can make their own choices or I don't know. It just, it's less stressful somehow. So our first story starts with Chris. Um, There's nothing wrong with it, but I will say Chris is definitely a larger guy. That's for sure. I think he's wearing some horizontal stripes. If I I could be wrong. (laughs) The first thing I recap is wrong. I'm pretty sure he was wearing horizontal stripes or if he wasn't, he looked, (laughs) he gave that impression, I guess. Sorry. I know that's rude, but anyway. I'm just trying to describe him. He was a larger guy. He had some ear piercings. Uh, He says, my lover of three years, and I've been cheating on him for three and a half months. Like He very specifically uses a male pronoun there. Um, He says, neither one of them knows about the other one. It's been rocky, but I'm in love with the other one. Like He's in love with this newer person. So... Jerry brings his partner out. Now, it was kind of, like I said, he used a male pronoun, but it was kind of brief. And then Jerry brings out his partner. And this is definitely like a female presenting person. I was fooled, honestly. I kind of missed it the first time. I was like, oh, didn't he say he? Maybe I misheard it. And then um, it turns out that it is like a um, trans woman, I guess. And today they don't use that language because it's 1998, obviously, but that is what I kind of take away from that, from how, from what she says about herself and how she presents. Um, her name is Monet. (laughs) It's not Monet Exchange, I don't believe. Uh, famous RuPaul's Drag Race queen. She, Chris just tells her right away, I kind of like it, I mean, that must be so awkward. I can't, I, to me, the weirdest part about Jerry's for Jerry kind of alludes to this as well later, but like, I have to imagine that if my partner said, oh, let's go on the Jerry Springer show so I can tell you a secret, I'd be like, can you just tell me now? <laughs> like, what, I always wonder, I've always wondered about that interim time between knowing that your partner has a secret to tell you and not knowing what it is I just mm, that's where the logic of the reality of it I guess kind of breaks down for me I don't know how I mean they must know something or they must I don't know like either you'd have to full out lie or, I don't know, it's weird. You'd know. You'd have to know, right? Like I said, Jerry gets into this later, so maybe I'll save it for that. But Chris just tells her right away. He's like, mm, I'm cheating on you. She just jumps up and starts attacking him right right away. <laughs> There's no hesitation. I guess, obviously, they were ready for it. Uh, we got a Jerry, Jerry uh, chant. I love... I've all, I, I remember even in the 90s saying, you know, it's funny how all of these... I don't know if they've done it on purpose or if I'm, it seems like a purposeful choice, but everybody has a two syllable, very chantable name, right? We have Jerry, Sally, Maury, Jenny, um, Montel, I guess. There's others obviously, but 
everybody has a, a chantable name, which is very convenient. You wouldn't want like a Dolores up there or something. I don't know. Uh, funny how that works out. Also, we see Steve Wilkos, who has his own talk show. I don't know if it's still on, but uh, at least while Jerry was still going on, Steve had his own show, and it's quite good. I'm sure I'll talk about it at some point on this podcast. So there's a lot of fighting and bleeping. It is, I, I, if I have one worry about recapping this, it's that there's so much fighting and bleeping that huge sections of this, I almost have no notes because it's just, I mean, you can imagine, right? She's like, oh, who is it? And he's kind of cagey about it. And she's like, meh, like, <laughs> just going back and forth, right? Sniping at each other. Um, Chris, <laughs> Chris reads a line like Chris has such like a line read he pauses he waits for everyone to stop talking and then he's like well you can't please me anymore (laughs) it's such like a a deliberate thing um Monet says (laughs) there's just some funny lines it's very raunchy like Jerry's kind of fun and relaxing but then on the base of it it's all this really raunchy shit that people say. Um, Monet says the batteries on her the batteries are dead on her vibrator because she's got a rubber ble- rubber band bleep 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 I guess she's holding I mean they come with buttons I don't know <laughs> she's got a cheap one you gotta have to hold the button down so she got a rubber band uh, solution that's just good sense, Monet. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> she's she's using her vibe a lot, I guess. Anyway, we can take from that. Um, he attacks her. They calm, they calm down and they separate. And then she attacks him. There's a back and forth. As much as this was a calmer episode in a lot of ways, I will say that Chris did say kind of some upsetting things. Like, I mean, in 1998, like maybe obviously not... I don't know, it's funny because Chris is gay too, right? But, um, I mean, not funny. <laughs> uh, anyway, Chris is also gay, but he is kind of throwing around a lot of shitty language uh, about Monet that, again, it's 1998, so I don't know. Um, he says, you look like a clown. She's like, two inches is not enough for this queen. <laughs> I don't know, they just, Chris and Monet do have some, uh, they're deep, <laughs> they're deep cuts, but they are, um, they throw some interesting barbs back and forth at each other anyway. Jerry now kind of steps in to sort of put some, you know, some actual words and conversation into this more than just uh, these funny snipes back and forth. Uh, Monet says she was faithful through this whole three and a half year relationship, says she never cheated. Chris is like, I still care about you as a friend. I need to move on. Like, he's breaking up. You're breaking up. It's not a secret. It's a breakup. I think, yeah, it's obvious he just wanted to break up with this person. I don't know why he chose to do it on TV, but I guess in 1998, sometimes that's what you do. Jerry actually is very respectful. I will say I did always get this impression from him and watching it back I wasn't disappointed. Jerry is very respectful of like sexual orientations and gender identities especially for 1998. Like he might throw jabs but I don't think I've ever heard him really throw a jab like in that direction and he is 
usually like in just a very kind way, just asks people just to clarify for us, you know, like, okay, exactly for Monet, right? He's like, are you like a man who dresses as a woman? Um, and Monet says that she is, she identifies as a transsexual. I know that that's really not correct language now. Um, 20, what? I don't know. I can't do math. <laughs> too stupid. Um, 25 years later, I guess. Uh, we don't usually, we don't really use transsexual. We would say transgender, but uh, Monet self-identifies at this point in time anyway as a transsexual. Uh, Chris calls her a gorilla which I thought was very rude um, and on a couple levels. Obviously, oh, that was, like I said, that was the worst part. It's all kind of lighthearted, but some of these jabs that Chris throws are really, like, uh, mm, over the line, I think. Uh, Chris wants a man. He's not really happy. I think I, I think that's kind of what it comes down to. Is it seems like when Chris and Monet got together three years ago, Monet identified as a man. Chris said that they were um, feminine at that point, but they were still like male presenting. And Chris isn't happy since this transition has started, I guess. We get a Chiron um, before we go to the commercial break here, where uh, the other girl, the not Monet one that Chris is with, Oh, sorry, we don't know that yet. <laughs> sorry. Spoiler alert. Uh, well, I guess it was about to get spoiled anyway, because the Chiron under this woman is next. We meet the real woman, quote unquote, very insensitive. Again, 1998, I guess. I guess we can use that as excuse. We don't say that anymore. We know that. The real woman. Uh Although, I don't know, it's a very funny Chiron to get on any show. Um, then we come back. Chris has another one of these jobs. He's like, that big, that big old thing is Isaac. Kind of dead names. Monet. Cool. Um, oh, sorry. This is where Jerry asks, like, are you a transvestite? And Monet says, no, I'm a transsexual which again, I think that was kind of just the language. I remember, I remember even watching Drag Race when, oh gosh, when did I meant to look this up ahead of time? When did Drag Race come on? I mean, they must be what, on their 15th or 16th? Mm, I lost track. I used to be really, really, really into Drag Race. And then after a certain point, I just didn't, I think they just kind of saturated. Honestly, with the schedule, I feel like they, they, it, they kept pushing back the start of the new season. Like it used to be for a while, it was like November and then it was December and then it was Christmas and then it was January and then it was all the way back into March. And then they started doing it where they would do like back to back seasons with a regular season and an all-star season. And, and they were doing the all-star, they started doing the all-star season first which means that it kind of just looks the regular, <laughs> makes the regular season people look like shit because the All-Stars have so many advantages <laughs> over, um, you know, kind of the regular season queens because the All-Star girls have money. So they have outfits and um, more invested in their looks and stuff, more to prove. And then we move on to that, to the regular season. It's just shitty. I just, it just, 
by the time I get to the end of it, I'd be like, oh my god, I've been watching this for like eight months of the year, and I just don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> and we went through that for some, and then, yeah, for some, after however many years, I just, even when the new season was coming on, I was like, I don't fucking care about this anymore. It's just, I still don't. I didn't have enough time to like debrief from the last one in between the seasons. Anyway. Sorry, I don't know. Oh, sorry. When I first, when it was first on, like, CA season two and season three, and I would talk to people about it because I'm that person. <laughs> because if I don't have a podcast, I just, I just do the same thing. It's just directed <laughs> in a more personal way. Um, and at that time, people were like, what is a drag queen? Like, what's the difference between a drag queen and someone who identifies as a woman, if someone's a drag queen, does that mean they want to be a woman all the time? Um, definitely we used the word transsexual at that time because I just don't think we had transgender. I wonder when transgender became kind of part of, part of the normal lexicon. Anyway, 1998, I, to the best of my knowledge, transsexual was like the most respectful word that we had for transgender at the, at the time. Gorilla was not involved. <laughs> Chris keeps saying gorilla that it was never, ever appropriate to call any other human being, um, regardless of their orientation, gender identity, or race. Uh, Grace. She's, Grace comes out. That's, oh, that's the other person that Chris has been with for three months. Grace is not sure where she is, but uh, Monet just goes right in, <laughs> just attacks her right away before she even has a chance to find out why she's here <laughs> or what they're doing. Uh, Monet calls her a ho-bag-ass tramp. Ho-bag-ass tramp. So that was fun. Anyway, there's lots of fighting. Uh, basically, what it boils down to is Chris... Chris tells Grace, like, I've also been sleeping with Monet. They didn't know about each other, right? So Grace doesn't know that she's actually the other woman in this situation because she's been there for, like, three months and Monet's been there for, like, three years. Uh, But Chris wants to be with Grace. And when Grace finds out that Chris has been sleeping with Monet, who is transgender and has previously slept with men, she's not into it. She's like, nope, we are not dating I'm not interested in this. She says later, I think she says it's against her religion. At this point, I think she says, I don't like no bleep. I think she uses the F word, but they bleep it, which is good. I'm glad that they beeped it. Like I said last week on Ricky Lake, they had it in the preview for their next episode and it was not bleeped and that was not cool, but Jerry Springer at least has bleeped it for us. Monet calls Grace. This is such a weird bird. Monet has the weirdest sideburns. Not sideburns like hair, but just like tangential burns. (laughs) She's like, she calls Grace a a hysterectomy hoe. You hysterectomy hoe. Not even sure what that means. Did she get a hysterectomy because she is a hoe and she doesn't want to get pregnant? Or was she just like giving her a a job about hysterectomies I don't know that seemed like a, that seemed weird uh Monet and Grace I guess were friends like they're like why are you so mad at each other <laughs> it seems like Chris is the problem uh Grace just Monet is also like Grace knew that we were together like how do you not know this I guess Grace 
just thought that Monet and Chris were roommates. Obviously, that's not <laughs> the oldest story in the book. Um, my grandma has a neighbor who uh, <laughs> has had roommates too, and just recently, finally, someone was like, oh, he's gay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I never thought of it, but always a new roommate, and yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's used to be more common when there was more homophobia in the world. I mean, there's still homophobia, but it's, I think it's not as bad as it was. At least it's not as overt as it was. Um, Monet makes a, again, kind of a side, side burn. (laughs) That was my dog. Sorry. He says hi. He's grumpy for some reason. Uh, Monet says every time you kissed him if <laughs> they bleep it but I'm pretty sure she says just remember every time you kissed him you ate my ass which is <laughs> kind of funny um this is the first time Chris has been with a woman is when when he's been with Grace I get okay sure um then they bring out Monet's friend Mercedes for literally no reason <laughs> just so that Monet has a friend to like fight on her behalf I guess but she's also like I don't fucking need help with this I got I got it I mean she's obviously got it she's attacking them and stuff um there's kind of a big brawl at, uh, I'm gonna say at this point somewhere in here it's a big brawl, and Steve, like, tr- tackles Chris <laughs> to the ground, and then Chris is escorted from the stage. Grace says, oh, this was another thing. Oof, guys. Grace is obviously shitty, right? Grace is obviously super homophobic and, like, pretty racist, it seems, too. She says, if I were a man, I don't even want to say it, and that's bad. <laughs> like, um, she uses, like, Ugh, I don't want to say it. I, she says, if I were a man... I'd tell, I'd tear your, um, monkey ass up. Oh, I didn't like that. I don't like that. I do not contone that. That was really bad. What a shitty person. Like, it is shitty that she kind of got blind. I mean, if we're assuming this is all true, that she kind of got brought up here and blindsided with this, but also you can tell that she's really shitty and I hope that she's really unhappy in her life or I hope that, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. I hope that she reflected on her attitudes and that she was able to, um, be open-minded and become less bigoted over the past 25 years. But if she didn't go fuck yourself, Grace, your shit. Um, Chris comes back on stage. He wants to talk to just Grace. So they, they get a chair for Steve to sit up there in the middle, like they're fucking grade schoolers. <laughs> we need Steve to like play with weird middle man. Oh, Steve. Well, Chris, he's had a good career. Good for him. He's very charming. Um, Chris gets rejected by Grace because she's fucking homophobic as shit. Um, and then he throws another gorilla dig at Monet, which is also shitty. So everyone's basically shitty here. Um, and yeah, Grace is basically just reiterates like, no, Chris is like, I want to be with you. And she's like, no, he's like, will you think about it? And she's like, no, (laughs) she's like, it's against my religion. And he's like, I want to get married to you. And and she's like, no, I don't want to be with you. Uh, she's pretty clear that this is not, um, what it is and then Jerry Springer has this really awkward segue where he's like after this we all need religion zing (laughs) let me go 
Oh, we uh, take a commercial break. We head on right over to the other story, which is the lowest possible stakes that any of this could have. It was like almost boring. It was like still kind of funny. This is more how I would see like this seemed realistic. I believed this anyway. I believed that no one was acting here. We have Angelica. They're like, or sorry, Jerry's like, how's your relationship? She's like, it's great. Angelica, by the way, has this like white, not white lipstick, I guess, but it's like a, a frosty lipstick. <laughs> I feel like it was very 1998 for sure. And these like white hooker heels, not hooker heels, sorry, that's rude. Stripper heels, <laughs> like heels that a stripper would wear at work nothing wrong with them. I have, uh, stripper heels myself. They're cool. Uh, you know, just, it's a look, I guess it says something when you go out on Jerry Springer and you wear them uh, with your frosted lipstick. Steve is her husband and he looks like Julian from Trailer Park Boys. If like the fatter Julian, I guess he, he, um, his face is burned into my memory forever. It's so like, it's such a look, right? It's this like dark greased hair. He looks like his hair. He looks like he just used just for men and then like a whole tub of grease or maybe just not the just for men and just like a tub of shoe grease, like black shoe grease all up in his hair with the black goatee. It's a real specific look. I hope you can picture it. Um, And he also says, Jerry's like, oh, how's it going? He's like, yeah, it's great. Uh, Relationship going great. Um, And they're like, he's like, you know, he's got to tell her something, I guess. And then they're like, just before that. Oh, just before that. And they're like, what do you think he's here to tell you? She's like, well, if he's here to tell me he's cheating, I'll rip his dick off. (laughs) And Jerry's like... Uh, do you want to come up with a different secret? <laughs> Which is kind of a way to bury the lead on that, Jer. <laughs> um, I guess we know what it was. Anyway, Angelica is nice enough to act stupid. <laughs> Doesn't say anything at that point. Uh, he's like, I love you. People make mistakes. I haven't been honest with you. I cheated on you. Right away, she's like, with who? He's like, I love you. I'm sorry. The other girl, the other one too, Monet said that. And Chris was being cagey about that too. Um, <clears throat> then some girl runs out. I don't even think we find out her name. And she like kisses Steve. And then she like is trying to kiss Angelica. But Angelica looks pissed. She doesn't look like she wants to kiss this girl. But she's, this girl's really trying to get in there. She does kind of eventually. It's Sherry. Sherry has panty toes. <laughs> she didn't know she's got pantyhose on with like open toed shoes, and it's really obvious that she's wearing pantyhose. I call it panty toes. Get into it. Um, she says she's been sleeping with them both. <laughs> when I watched it the first time, I literally was like, what? <laughs> like out loud, audibly, like, what the fuck? Um,. And then they're like, so why are you mad, Angelica? Like, Angelica's so pissed about this. But then they're like, but you're also fucking her. So why are you mad at him for doing literally the same thing that you did with literally the same person? (laughs) Like, what's what's your problem? And she's like, because you put your dick in her. That's different. No. (laughs) It's really not. Um... 
I don't know. She's like pissed, but she's not really pissed. She's just kind of like put out. She's basically, she's like, listen, I'm bisexual and I'm just mad that you didn't like ask me or include me in this. Um, Steve calls Sherry a homewrecker. Steve is very surprised that Sherry's been sleeping with Angelica. It's, I mean, the situation's kind of funny. And <laughs> Oh, they're married, by the way. Angelica and Steve are actually married. Angelica says, that's why I was coming here, because I was going to surprise you with a threesome. Sherry's still into it. She's like, what's the problem? <laughs> we can all fuck, guys. Now you guys know. Um, Angelica misuses. I love, I love it when people misuse turns of phrases like this. Angelica totally misuses burning candle at both ends. <clears throat> she says that to Steve. I mean, if anything, maybe Sherry is still not really the correct use. I mean, that just has a specific use, right? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think you know what that means, Angelica, or I don't know. Heat of the moment, I guess. Misuse. Angelica's like, listen, I'm going to stay. Like, Jerry's like, well, are you going to stay with Steve? She's like, yeah, obviously. I don't care. I'll stay. Um, they're like, Steve, are you going to stay with her? He's like, I guess. She's like, you. F-. Angelica's like, you fucking better. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. So I guess that's healthy. She's just like, I just like, I'm just mad because I wanted to just surprise you with this threesome. And then you went and did it without me. Like, you should have just waited. And then we all could have been happy together. Um, And then Jerry's like, so this is an attendance issue, basically. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I guess. (laughs) Um, I think I must be in the question and answer. So I'll probably repeat it later because I'll be in the question and answer. But basically, like... These, it sounds like they're just probably going to have a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> like, either Angelica and Steve and Sherry, or maybe they'll swap out Sherry, but it sounds like they're just there. You know, like, it just it just seems like they could have... Maybe they put the horse before the cart, but they don't really seem, like, pissed-pissed. Like, <laughs> they seem like, oh, I wish this would have come out in a different way, but... Or, like... I mean, I I understand what Angelica is saying, right? She's like, I I wouldn't have been mad. I would have been fine with it. I'm just mad that you lied or mad that you didn't ask first. Our last little grouping of people, I guess. Uh, first, we meet Michelle. She's got this really cute top. Well, it's a whole outfit, I guess. It's like a two-piece, but um, I just like the top. I didn't love the whole thing together. But it's kind of this, like, gray not a vest but sort of like that I guess sleeveless sort of button up it had this big like collar on it that had a white trim these big white buttons that I really liked uh she's here to tell her boyfriend that she's cheating on him before she marries him Jerry's like are you going to stop cheating she's like I don't know maybe (laughs) it could happen uh he's like well it kind of sounds like Maybe you're not ready to get married? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, and then this is where he's like, it, well, let's bring him up. It always amazes me that people come onto my show um, for secrets, to find out secrets, and it's like they don't know what it is. Like, they're out there thinking, like, ooh, maybe I won the lottery. <laughs> it's very funny. It was it was kind of meta, right? <laughs> like, before, definitely before meta was a thing. 
Um, but it was very meta of Jerry because that's what I've been thinking. That's what we've all been thinking since day one. So it's kind of funny he says it. That's what makes it unbelievable, I guess, the Jerry Springer stuff is it's like I said, how would you how do you go? <laughs> what do you do for like the interim amount of time? I know that I'm I'm pretty sure it is pretty quick, right? Like if I called the Jerry Springer show, they'd be like, fine tell them and get them in and then like within maybe seven days this would be like filmed and wrapped that's the impression that I get I don't have a lot to back that up right now but maybe I'm wrong we'll find out together <laughs> later oh my dog objects but he doesn't get a boat uh let's see Johnny comes out he's in this kind of classic yuppie attire he's got frosted tips Jerry's like, so how's how's your relationship going? And Johnny's like, well, pretty good until recently. And Jerry's like, oh, why recently? What happened? And Johnny's like, this. It's I got called and told they had to come to Jerry Springer, and now I'm thinking it's not fucking peaches and cream. Uh, so I guess he is on to you, Jerry. She tells him. He's like, who? She's like, Betty. This is the first one. The other two people were cagey about who the other person was. Uh, this chick is Michelle or whatever. She's just like, right away, Betty. Betty comes out. She's dressed in this crazy leather dominatrix getup. I mean, it's not... Cr- it's I don't, Maybe not crazy. It's a it's a leather dominatrix getup. Crazy for regular life. Johnny calls her metal mouth... That was weird. That was a weird burn. I feel like that's more like when you're 13 and you have braces or something. Uh, Betty has piercings. It kind of, I can't, I might have misseen it. I thought she had three upper lip piercings, like above her lip, like the skin between your nose and your lips. But it might have been one of those and one kind of ring that Oh, I don't... I'm sure there's a real word for that. She had, like, a, a septum piercing. It had kind of a half ring that had balls on it. I don't know. She had a lot of piercings. So, metal mouth, I guess, is the go-to. Uh, Johnny's like, no, this is ridiculous. No. Uh, is this what you're doing when I let you go out? See, that's the thing. Johnny is kind of shitty, too. <laughs> seems like you you had me until that time because you were kind of automatically in the seat of being the victim and then you basically opened your mouth for 30 seconds and I was like uh what <laughs> like when I let you go out like what the fuck and Betty's like Michelle's really not talking in all of this she's just in the middle she's obviously a very passive person I'm gonna guess Betty is more dominant hmm. <laughs> Johnny probably too is a little bit more dominant so it's basically Johnny and Betty kind of fighting with each other uh and Betty's like see you're shitty like you're a shitty person when you let her go out what the fuck where are you going when you go out maybe we should follow you but also who cares Betty it sounds like they're just not you don't have to be together (laughs) I don't know what the stakes of your relationship are but like you could just not be together. I also want to point out that Betty has like red hair, like dyed red hair, and exactly four blonde, chunky highlights, <laughs> kind of two on each side at the front. It's a look. 
I feel like it used to be cool, right? Was that like, it, it's kind of, it's giving me ginger spice from the Spice Girls, kind of, but uh, it's a look anyway. Like, f- I'm not lying. There are literally four highlights. <laughs> they're just so big and they're like, well, oh, chonky. They're like two or three inches across, I swear. Betty, what does Betty say? Betty says it's not cheating because you should get one of each. <laughs> like, it's, like, so if you're in a heterosexual relationship, it's not cheating to have a, something homosexual on the side. Uh, okay. Uh, Johnny's basically like, I'm not going to marry her. Like, period. It's it's over. It's not. Yeah, I'm, you lied to me. And then we get questions from the audience. I do appreciate that Jerry saved this all for the end. <clears throat> I have to say, instead of just random ass people jumping in, at least for notes, I'm sure Jerry was like 25 years in the past, like, some chick is going to podcast about this. <laughs> Let's be kind to her. Well, the first, the first question we get is from a British guy. He suggests that Johnny and Michelle, that was that last couple. Johnny has frosted tips. Did I say that? He's a really yuppie looking type. I'm not surprised that he was the type to say when I let you go out. Anyway, he suggests that the, sorry, this guy, this British guy in the audience suggests that Johnny and Michelle just have a cup of tea and uh, talk things out. Johnny's like, well, what the fuck? They're not sorry because they're holding hands right now. So, like, what? They're, yeah, they're not <laughs> They're not broken up. Like, they don't even feel bad about it. Betty's like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> Betty kind of says, like, I don't know. Well, Johnny makes some comment about, like, her uh, sleeping around a lot, I guess. I can't remember exactly the words. And then Betty's like, yeah, I sleep around. What of? And then Johnny's like, see, that's also dangerous. That's not cool. Like, it's not, this isn't a good choice. I guess that's, that's kind of true. The 90s, like, AIDS is always kind of, I feel like any, any one of these, as soon as it gets to someone kind of being a hoe, it's like AIDS, which is true. Especially, yeah, it's true, especially for the time. Even now, but especially for back then when AIDS was, you know, a a crisis, if you will. We have another question for Michelle. Basically, like, why would... They didn't use this word, but it was basically like, why would you be polyamorous without your partner's consent? Like, why would you just... Why do you just think this is okay? We got another question that's like, dumb Michelle. (laughs) Um, And Johnny's like, yeah, obviously I'm dumb here. There's no tea and crumpets after the show somebody calls mm-hmm, somebody calls Betty a freak and suggests that two of the bi guests should be together I guess just because they're bi okay I feel like I had something else to say about those three but <laughs> I mean well I think because Jerry's like okay so she's again I might be kind of jumping jumping ahead here but Jerry's like okay I think it must be at the end of their their segment though Jerry's like so Michelle isn't going to stop sleeping with Betty at least until the wedding Betty is going to keep sleeping with her Michelle regardless even after the wedding 
So what are you doing? <laughs> are you okay with this, basically? Because it doesn't sound like they're going to stop doing it. And Johnny's like, no, I'm not okay with it. So that's basically, that's basically it. Um, we get a question, like an audience question from this girl with this hair, like capital H hair. It's like kind of like a beehive, but it's got all this other fancy shit going on visually interesting you know those hair i don't know there's hairstyles where i could just look forever and be like what's happening up here it's very intriguing she says how are you calling she says him how are you calling <clears throat> monet a gorilla but you were together for three years like what the fuck people we kind of get maybe a little bit later but there's a lot of questions around this of like you're so grossed out by this person that they, they've been your partner for three years like it doesn't, does not add up, maybe. Uh, Chris just says, again, it's the transition. Like, when he wasn't like this when he met him, he was still male-presenting, and now he's female-presenting, and that's not, like, what I signed up for, basically. Someone asks Angelica why she's so mad for something that she also did, which was a valid question. I don't really think... Well, again, she was just like, he should have asked, or he should have talked about it, or he ruined the surprise of this threesome, or whatever. Um, And she's like, he knew that I was bisexual, so he could have just said something. Like, I wouldn't have said no to this, I just want to be involved. Uh, Somebody asked them if they'll all move in together. (laughs) And Steve's like, well, anything's possible now. (laughs) Like, he obviously wasn't expecting (laughs) this to be how it played out I guess and he's like he even kind of throws in he's like it's the 90s (laughs) so I guess uh they felt like they were I mean it is pretty progressive I guess for the 90s they seem just yeah if they can come to terms with their polyamory then I think they'll be fine somebody asks if they can have a threesome with I don't I couldn't really keep track of whom uh someone's like Steve (laughs) what's the problem (laughs) you're in heaven you got two checks uh, somebody asks Betty, aka Metal Mouth, <laughs> lol, uh, how many times she had to go through the metal detector? And she's like, uh, once. Cool question. And then again, we kind of just circle back to like, Chris, what is your sexuality? Um, if you're with a woman now, like, you don't want to be with Monet because they're female presenting, but then you go from that to being with a woman. Like, someone's just literally, it's kind of, it sucks that it's the last question almost, but they're like, I just literally don't understand. Like, you don't like this person because they present female, but then you go to another person who also presents female. Like, make it make sense. (laughs) And Chris is just kind of like, well, if I wanted to be with a woman, I want to be with a real woman, not a transgender person. And the person in the audience is like, I think you're confused. (laughs) Which is kind of also, I don't know, I do understand... I don't know, I understand if, like, you, you know, yeah, if you're in a relationship with someone as, like, a gay couple, and then they come out as transgender, how that could change, like, your relationship dynamic, just as much as if you were in a straight relationship, and the other person came out to say that they felt they were transgender, you know, I mean, it's problems either way, it just, it, or it, it's not uh, like it's not an insurmountable problem necessarily but it's going to change the dynamic and I think it is maybe a point where you can look at it and say like okay is this what I want or what I not want but 
But then it is kind of a weird move to then go to somebody else who is female presenting, if that was your problem. I get, I don't know, it's complicated, but it is kind of... I think Chris just doesn't like Monet. (laughs) I think there's just... We're adding a bunch of, like, homophobic or, like, transphobic reasons to... um, to the situation that don't even need to be there. Like, they should just break up. <laughs> if you don't want to be with someone, break up with them. Jerry has a final thought. Remember Jerry's final thought? You guys, Jerry has a final thought for us. It's the same final thought that he's had for the past 10 years before this and will continue to have for the next 25 years or however long. I, th- I think he's still on. Um... But, I mean, yeah, we're... It's literally the same... I I feel like he just rewrites it. (laughs) Like, I don't even know if... I don't know how many times you could come up with different ways to say the exact same thing. (laughs) It's literally the exact same thing. He's like, um... You know, if there's cheating, it means one person's more committed than the other person. You don't have to break up necessarily, but the cheater has to feel just as bad as the person who got cheated on. Otherwise, they're not going to change their behavior. Like, if they don't truly feel bad, they're just going to do it again. You know, blah, blah, blah. He didn't say it in this one, but usually we get, like, a... You know, they're not sorry. They're just sorry they got caught. Which is what comes down to... I mean, I guess none of these people got caught. I mean, none of them even said they were really going to (laughs) stop. Actually, if you think about it, I think that middle group is just probably going to be polyamorous. Again, if not with Sherry, probably just with someone else. Um, What was the last one? They didn't... um, Oh, gosh. Okay, well, the first one, they definitely are not... He didn't want to be with either of them. He wasn't saying sorry. Michelle wasn't even sorry. That was the third one. She wasn't even sorry. She was like, oh, I hope he forgives me, but I'm not going to (laughs) stop. So I don't think that's going to work. But what else is Jerry going to (laughs) say? I guess. Uh, Then we get this, like, shout-out section. I guess people from the audience. I would hardly even mention this, but it actually was kind of one of the cuter things. It was definitely did bring me back to 1998. I feel like it must be just after this, Jerry gets a new set, and they sort of go super meta on it and lean into really what they are. They're already obviously kind of starting to do that, at least a little bit in this episode. But they have these shout-outs at the end. People would be like, yeah, flew in from Philly or, like, wherever they came from. (laughs) But then it's still, like, very low budget, so there'll just be other audience members or other people, like, walking behind them (laughs) past the camera as they're recording. Um, and that was kind of adorable, but maybe not mentionable on its own until we get the camera turns on. It's facing some old guy in blue. It immediately pans to the right to two girls <laughs> who get to do their shout out. So that guy didn't say anything. He was not related to them. And then as they're starting, these two girls are starting to talk. That same guy walks awkwardly behind them. Uh, past the camera just looking kind of pissed like he didn't get to say his thing (laughs) or maybe he finished and then just walked on I don't know how that was set up but it was very awkward and obviously not like I don't know it's just funny when they don't even really try to like hide the cracks (laughs) or like um hide things like that it was adorable anyway 
that was most of this episode. I feel like it wasn't very long. Sorry, like I said, it's kind of hard to recap when it's just like people screaming at each other. It makes it sort of uh, difficult to say much. But in summary, polyamory is fine. Transgender rights have come a long way since 1998. And I really don't know what that other story was expecting at all because... <laughs> because she was just like, I'm sleeping with someone else and I'm not going to stop doing that. So get into it or don't. And he was like, no. That's about it, I guess. Um, Yeah, thank you for joining me. Again, a five-star rating, please, and or a review and or a subscription would mean the most to me. I just had my birthday, so I would consider it an amazing birthday present even just one rating would just make my life you could you could light up my life by doing that for me um and if you want to get in touch with me for whatever reason you can email me at realityrootspod at gmail.com thank you so much for being here and i will talk to you again next week y'all bye